Uh, it's a new dawn, it's a new day, and it is a new diary. To fall asleep and wake up with you just hit 1,500 streams on Spotify, baby. It is nice to do this every now and again, and it's all because of you. Set the bar low. That's that's what I say. Set the bar ridiculously low. What I've learned and what I really do try and keep at the front of my mind is... What's up, people? Welcome, or welcome back to episode 15 of the Pages of My Diary podcast. It is so great to have you all here. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for checking out another episode and getting to know us a little better. It is great seeing you around. Um, but you will have to excuse me just for 30 seconds while I fill in the new listeners on what it is we do around here. So for those of you who are first-time listeners um, or just want to be informed again, my name is Casey. I am a musician. And for the past year, about a year ago, I started keeping a diary to document everything that we encountered on the journey of making our latest album, The Human Experience, which is now out in the world. I documented the writing process, the recording process, and now we are in the release stage, and I am so happy to be here. Um, I hope that you guys are enjoying all the stuff that we've kind of given to you guys over the past few months. And definitely, definitely, if you enjoy what you hear today, make sure you subscribe to the channel because we have a lot of cool projects coming up in the next few months um, and they will not disappoint, but I don't want to ruin them equally. So I'll leave it there with that and leave the decision in your hands. But getting back to this diary, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about Quite a lot. We've got a lot to get through this episode, which is always great, you know. Um, we're going to be talking about how these small things actually make the big things. We're going to be talking about setting and smashing goals. And we're going to be talking about one of my favorite books that I've ever read. All that and more, including the title of the book, is coming up right after this. Does life feel better when you're around me? Cause I can't help but feel so lucky To fall asleep and wake up with you And tell me something pretty baby Will you still love me when we're old and grey? Cause every night I've been a-praying That I wake up and see your face Okay beautiful people, I've got the diary right here uh, It's a new dawn, it's a new day, and it is a new diary as you can no doubt tell if you're watching on YouTube by the obnoxiously large number two on the front, this is the second diary. And uh, yep, still got that new diary smell. We're going to get into today's episode once we're done smelling diaries. And once I'm done telling you that that song that you just heard in the intro was To Fall Asleep and Wake Up With You, a song taken from the human experience. And we are kicking off today's episode right in the middle of the release. Uh, we're kicking off on Monday, the 15th of February, 2021. Happy day after Valentine's Day. It's been a steady stream of work over the past few days. Getting the finishing touches put on Kissing Boys in the Rain and its mix. Finishing up all the content for February so I can get ahead and make a start on March. Color grading all the content for the Kissing Boys in the Rain lyric video and releasing the Valentine's Day sofa sessions, and all the fun stuff that goes along with it. Wow, we have been busy. 
I went to do a self-shoot yesterday and it was cold as balls. <laughs> Still, I got a couple really good shots and it's always fun going on those little solo adventures. I'm not sure if I've mentioned it in here before, but what a self-shoot is, as I've coined it, um, I mean, the name pretty much explains it all. But for those of you who are still guessing, um, a self-shoot is where I just grab my camera, I grab my tripod, and I just go on these little solo adventures wherever I am. I go to a nice part of the country that I'm in um, and just take a bunch of photos for social media and, and things like that, promotional stuff. Um, and yeah, I remember this day. It was cold as balls. I was sitting in the car after every spot that I went to. Just AC on full... Not AC. Yeah, you can have like warm AC, right? I, I don't know. Anyways, I had the, the fan <laughs> on hot for about 20 minutes just trying to get the feeling back in my hands because obviously the camera's part metal, the tripod's metal, so it's all getting cold as you're getting colder. Um... But, you know, I, I put myself through this. It's a hard job. Somebody's got to do it, and I do it all for you and giving you guys all that high-quality content that you're constantly craving from my Instagram at the Casey Sana Fan Club. But back on with this entry. Sometimes all the admin stuff can feel a little monotonous, but I try to keep that consistency over intensity mindset in my head, and that seems to get me through. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes the the quote-unquote small things can feel a little bit like a chore, and you just want to be doing the big things. You want to be shooting the music video. You want to be shooting the podcast. You want to be recording the music. But what I've learned and what I really do try and keep at the front of my mind is that the small things make the big things. And without the, quote, small things the big things won't turn out as good as they potentially can. So you're just kind of hurting your, yourself in that respect. So I do keep that mindset consistency over intensity because I think naturally I'm a, I'm a sprinter um, in this, this weird example that I know we're going to go down. Um, I'm a sprinter. So what that means is I can do high intensity and high stress for shorter periods of time. But when you're chasing a big goal or you're metaphorically running a marathon, you can't sprint the whole way. So you have to you have to take that into account. It's a long journey. It's a long road. Um, and so you need to kind of slow down and, and pace yourself. And when I started doing that, it kind of feels like you're you're not giving your all or you're you're giving up, you're taking the easy road out, or you're failing. But that's not the case. It's just a big it's a, it's a big task. It's a big mountain that you've set yourself to climb. Um, for example, I've including recording this, I've worked eight hours today. And I could do that for the next few years quite comfortably with some sprints, you know, here and there when things get busy, when maybe I'm doing two podcast episodes or I'm getting ready to release music or the album needs to be finished so I need to up my recording. I can do those little sprints and then go back to my baseline and yes, today I could do a 14-hour day, but that would be too intense for longevity because I'd do the 14 hours, I'd get to bed late, which means that I hadn't planned my next day. So then I wake up the next day, I probably wake up late because I'm tired. 
Um, so I'm already starting on the back foot and I have no plan for the day. So that's when habits start to break down. And that goes for, for normal life as well. You know, in a, in a fitness sense, you can start it. I'm sure we've all had this. I know I've been in this situation when I was younger. Um, New Year's rolling around. Your New Year's resolution is, I'm going to get in shape. We're going to do this. Buff bods, you know, you've been scrolling Instagram for your ideal body for the last few weeks and you've hung it up on your wall or it's your wallpaper, whatever it is. And you say, yeah, I'm going to hit the gym four times a week. No, no, five times a week. I'm, I'm going after it. And then two weeks time, you miss a session and then you're four, four days a week. And then you feel a bit like a failure because you committed to five, but you've only done four. And then you get in the mindset of negativity and you go, well, you know, I committed to five. And if I can't do that, what's the point in doing the others this week? I'll start next week. And the next week rolls around, you get three sessions and then you're like, you know what, I'm just not enjoying this. And then you give up, you know, two months into the year because you started off with too much intensity. You need to build it and you need to have a consistent amount that you know you can do. Set the bar low. That's that's what I say. Set the bar ridiculously low. Say, I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to go for a run one time a week because that is so achievable it's not so daunting. And then what you'll find is you'll do the one on a Monday and you'll be bored the rest of the week. So you go, I'll go for another run. And then you build a, a great relationship with whatever you're doing. And that's such an important part. And you end up going, you know, five days a week, two months in because you've built it up slowly. And now you've been going five days a week for five years. So again, keeping that in mind, especially when you're starting something new or it's a big, big goal or a big journey that you're about to set off on, like changing your physical health, uh, your mental health, or getting into spirituality, or chasing a career. Whatever it is, if it's a big thing, then you need that mindset of consistency over intensity. PT session over, you're welcome. Um, that was a free consultation. Feel free to hit me up. Uh, if you would like to book a session, but we're going to get back to these entries right now. So we're going to now go to Wednesday, the 17th of February, 2021. Quote, a faceless man has no color, no need for identity. They are simply a reflection of the world around them. I came up with this whilst at work today. I'm not 100% certain of what it means, but the sentiment of it feels right on. Right on, man. Um, no, I think... Let's let's go back. Let's read this again. A faceless man has no color, no need for identity. They are simply a reflection of the world around them. So I think this, this quote pretty much sums up in way less time and way better a way. Um, what I was trying to explain last episode, the reasons for the mask, the reasons that, you know... The reasons that I wear the mask, it's so I don't have an identity, no fixed image um, that you can kind of draw upon for Casey Sana. Casey Sana, through the years, has and will continue to to change in appearance, in the way we sound, the way we look. Um, the only thing that will remain is the music, and that's how you get to know me. That's how you form an opinion of me. It's not all this extra stuff that that goes around it. Um, by putting on the mask, I'm a blank canvas. 
ready for you to kind of put yourself in my position and, and quote, live my life or experience the stories that I'm telling. Um, and I guess that's where the the reflection of the world around them comes in because I do tell stories. I, I tell stories of the world that I see around me, of experiences that I've had and the worlds, you know, that I hope to see in the future as well, kind of looking towards um, towards the future. Uh, it's a very poetic, aka very cryptic sounding and fancy, but not so pompous or pretentious that it takes a decade to work out what it's about. Following on from my thoughts about the reason behind the mask, I feel like this succinct phrase sums up the meaning. With the mask, I have no prejudgments like colour or culture, and people can listen to the music and insert themselves into the story as the star of the show. And I do believe I'm like a mirror in my songwriting. I tell the stories of the world I see around me and aspirations of the worlds I love to create. I think, yeah, if, you know, if, if the if I can use the word career so far, if the career or my life or what I'm trying to do, if it was a film, I would definitely be the narrator. Um, watching The Face of Strangers, for example, that whole project tells stories of, of people that we meet in our lives and and it's all told from this one central um, homeless man who is just people watching and gives everyone their own little story and and I am the narrator in that I guess and the human experience tells stories of uh, emotions and things that we all go through in our lives you know some good some bad but all part of the human experience um, and that's you know that's what I like to do in my in my music, I like to tell those stories. Uh, in other news, to fall asleep and wake up with you just hit 1,500 streams on Spotify, baby. So that's 17 days, 1.5k streams. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, that is. Um, I set the goal of getting to a thousand plays by the end of the month because cardboard spaceships got to 1,000 plays just after January finished. So I wanted to see if we could build on it a little. I think at the end of the month, to fall asleep, it ended on like a little over 2,000 streams. So pretty much doubled our goal. And now's as good a time as any to say thank you to everyone that's listened to that song. Because I don't usually set numerical goals like this. It's more of like a feeling, how I feel the release went or is going. But... It is nice to do this every now and again, and it's all because of you, you know, because of you adding it to your playlists and and letting the algorithm, the almighty algorithm know that, okay, people are attracted to this song. Real people are, are listening and, and loving this song and adding it to their libraries. That's because of you, you know, because of you spreading the word. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to get the message out there. Because if you're one person and you tell three of your friends about the music, like I know a few of you have reached out and said that you have done, you've been putting on your friends to certain songs and and episodes of this that we've been doing. So once again, thank you because one person does make the difference. You know, you tell three friends and then those three friends tell another three and then who knows, maybe those three are super popular and they tell five of their friends and and that's how you grow that's how we're going to go grow the community and and the fan club and 
it's something that I that I love to see day to day and and love to hear about as well. Um, and like I said, one person or one act of kindness, one playlist can make all the difference. Um, I got a story with uh, a song on watching the face of strangers, which probably happened about around about this time, about February um, 2021. I had a song on there called Growing Older. Um, some of you might know it, some of you might not. <laughs> um, but this song, it did did pretty well with the album release. But then, like I said, six, seven months down the line, the, the stream started like going up like a couple thousand a week. Um, and I was like, why is this happening? What's going on? And it turns out it was a person who discovered the song a little later than the release. Um, like I said, about six months down the line and they liked it enough to add it to their playlist, which their playlist had quite a few followers. Um, and you know, that kind of jumped up. So it's not all about, especially as an independent musician, it's not really about first week numbers or first month numbers. Cause your music can be discovered at, at any time. And that's such a beautiful thing to know that, you know, somebody could stumble on a song I did two years ago and um, connect with it enough and, and love it enough to, to do something like that. So thank you all, all of you to continuing to support and join us on this journey. And um, yeah, I look forward to seeing where this journey goes and where this community goes. I know it's not a gazillion streams, but you got to celebrate the small wins. And I'm so overwhelmed by the love people have been showing for the song. And then we move on to Sunday, 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 the 21st of February, 2021. Another busy but productive weekend here at the studio. I spent a bunch of time moving things around and creating some space in the studio for more content creation zones and have a, that's, that sounds very official, some more content creation zones. Uh, anyways, and have a bunch of stuff on the way from Amazon. In addition to becoming an interior designer and painter, I've been taking some time and working on the acoustic version of Kissing Boys in the Rain with Will, recording some vocal ideas and getting the tempo, feel, and structure dialed in for a more melancholic mood. Wow, this really is, I know I've mentioned it with the, the kind of original version of Kissing Boys in the Rain, but this is cutting it close. Um, we just work, we're just now working on the acoustic version. I don't know what possessed me to do this, but uh, we're right at the end of February, 21st of February, and this song, the acoustic version, was released on the 10th of March, so very, very quick turnaround, um, but hey, we, we got it done and that's the that's the main thing because it is a whole different vibe and a whole different feeling. You know, it's a lot more melancholic and, and down-tempo and the original is a lot more danceable, you know. Um, it's sounding outstanding right now and that's just his single guitar playing without any effects or anything else added. Yeah, the, I, I love working with Will. He is super talented. We're still working together. Actually, that reminds me, quick plug, um, <laughs> keep your eye out. And again, if you're enjoying this episode, make sure you subscribe because on the 26th of October, which is a, a mere matter of days away, we're going to be dropping something very cool on our YouTube channel. So, you know, if you don't want to miss out, 
make sure you subscribe. You know what to do. But um, I do love working with Will. He's immensely talented, a great creator to work with. And like I said, we've got a few things actually that are in the pipeline to come out. But the 26th of August is the, the kind of most recent. Um, and a little extra sprinkle on top for all you Patreon um, community, all of my lovely people over there. I'm going to dig out some voice notes from the original um, sessions, you know, working on this acoustic version because it was such a cool process and, you know, you can listen to the, the magic unfold or the attempt of making magic unfold. Um, but yeah, I'll stick those over on Patreon. What is the URL I hear you ask so incessantly? Patreon.com forward slash Casey Sana. Just in case you're not part of the community already. But let's get back to this entry now. In other news, well, I think I said that like five minutes ago. So in other, other news, I just got done listening to Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. And it was one of the best books I've read in a while. I feel like I've had such a balanced few days since reading it. And I learned so much from the ideas in there. Yeah, so I listened to the uh, the book on Audible, so I guess I cheated a little if you're a proper bookworm, but um, I did take notes on it, and it now lives over on my, uh, what's that called? Oh, on my bookshelf. That's, <laughs> that's the one. Um, it now lives on my bookshelf. Um, for those of you on audio, sorry for the long pause. I was pointing at my bookshelf trying to figure out what the hell it was called. Um... So yeah, I now have the written version. I haven't gone back to it too much, so I'm quite interested to see what, you know, what we get into from this book. Um, and no doubt, I'll listen to some of these things, and it will make me want to reread it. So um, let's get let's get straight into it. Okay, so the first one is a quote from the book: uh, "Make a commitment that every time I come into contact with someone, I will give them something." It doesn't have to be material. You can give a smile, a compliment, a thought, wishing them happiness, etc., etc. Um, yeah, I kind of a good example in somewhere I try to implement this is never going to someone's house empty-handed. Always bringing something. And again, it doesn't have to be material. It doesn't have to be a brand new Bugatti that you rented for them for the day or even worse you bought for them <laughs> You don't need to be so extra. It could be something as simple um, as a a Note of gratitude, you know turning up there if if their their mother answers the door and you're a bit younger You know you have a note of gratitude saying thank you for allowing me into your home. Thank you for cooking me potato waffles and turkey dinosaurs for dinner. Thanks for letting me sleep over with John Doe. Um, I really appreciate it. And, you know, now I'm just thinking about turkey dinosaurs, but uh, that note of gratitude will go a long way. And equally, a bunch of flowers or a single flower that you picked on the way there, all of these gestures are just ways of showing the person that you're seeing that you you see them, you value them. And it's just being thoughtful, you know, going that little bit extra just to say, well, as well as saying thank you, bringing them something and, and giving them something so they know that, that they are they are loved. And I know this can probably feel like a little bit of a far out concept to some people. You're thinking, 
in your friendship circle, you're thinking, what, I, I turn up to their house and I give them a note of, of gratitude? Like, they're just gonna, they're just gonna completely insult me, never let me forget it for the rest of my life and just make jokes at me. But you would be surprised. Like, a lot of people find it way more flattering than embarrassing and, and for a lot of people, they will really, they'll cherish that and, you know, they'll probably remember that for, for a long time because you went out of your way, you did something out of the ordinary and you put yourself out there. So give it a try next time. Uh, the next one is another quote, intention on the fertile ground of attention has infinite organizing power. So some say that when you visualize and tell the universe what you want, it gets out of your way and puts things in place to help you. Others believe that what you focus on becomes your reality. And my favorite from the great, the great Tony Robbins, seek and you shall find. I think there's also a song that has that lyric, like something, seek and you'll find, that's how the saying goes. So if you're looking for darkness, don't be surprised when it shows. You've got the power to change, you're not alone in despair. Remember, nothing is too broke to repair. So focused on the black and white When there's a thousand other colors So much more to life And don't be missing what you never had before Alright, cause this life Yeah, it goes bye, 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 bye I think this quote is a good blend of both I mean, everyone has seen those McGregor motivational videos um, on YouTube, or at, at least 99% of people that I interact with have seen them where he's predicting his success and he's saying, you will see me in the UFC in the future. And he's talking in the press conferences or he's he's in the warm-up room practicing how he's going to knock his opponent out and what round it's going to be in. All these Mystic Mac predictions. Um, it's, you know, he's even cited books like The Secret and visualization being really influential in his life and in his success as well, the reasons for his success. So things like this visualization and, and the power that that brings, books like The Secret and Seven Spiritual Laws, um, these, are, these are powerful things. And at the kind of in my younger years, I would brush it off maybe a little bit. And I consider myself quite a like, I follow my curiosity a lot. So for me, I'm quite open, but in my younger years, I'd just kind of not be too interested in it. But there are so many examples of successful people and successful in different ways. There's so many examples out there where people of influence have cited that these books change their lives or visualization, manifestation change their lives. There are so many examples out there that you know, there, there has, there, something has to be said for this stuff working. So if you're there on the other side of this screen or the other side of this microphone and you're a bit skeptical, you don't have to read the book, but just, just practice a little bit of visualization or manifestation or, or take a look into it at least, you know, you, you might be surprised at, at what you find. Um, and the penultimate, no, the third to last, I don't have a word for that one. But um, the, the third to last one, it is another quote from the book, 
uh, I will not look at myself through the eyes of others. Say it again. I, that's what I've written in the diary in capital letters. So I'll follow the instruction. I will not look at myself through the eyes of others. Now, this one is probably the most applicable to everyday life. Um, similar to the first in, in the fact that, you know, you shouldn't be trying to look at yourself through other people's perceptions of you or what you think other people's perceptions of you are. Uh, this is so important for relieving anxiety. Trying to guess what's going on in someone's head is futile, and your brain, trying to interpret what their brain is thinking, always goes to a negative. I mean, it was a it was a protective mechanism that we still got in our brains, but it was useful back in the Stone Ages and, and the olden times where you would need to look at someone and be able to tell if they were friend or foe, but we don't really need a, a an inbuilt enemy detector all the time now. So sometimes that's our minds playing tricks on us. And um, I feel like everyone or a lot of people, not everyone, but I feel like a lot of people have a really, really good poker face. So they could look happy as ever um, or happier than ever if you're Billie Eilish title quoting. Um, they could look happy on the surface, but underneath, you know, they're, they're hurting or they're sad, they're upset. Um, but equally, some people that you look at and, and their face looks like you just insulted their, their whole family, um, they could be perfectly happy. You know, you, you don't know until you, you get to know someone. So try not to base your perception and your value of yourself on what you think other people think of you, if that makes sense. And then finally, I get to use the word penultimate. The penultimate one is on detachment. Detachment is the idea that in order to acquire what you most desire, you must relinquish... Wow. Relinquish. I feel like we have one of those every episode recently. I, I don't know what's happening. Maybe just one too many hits to the head. Um, you must relinquish your attachment to, to it. This does not mean you give up the intention to receive your desire. It just means you give up your attachment to the result. You know, it, taking my music career as, as an example and my dreams and aspirations of selling out stadiums and arenas and winning Grammys and number one albums, traveling the world, spreading this message of, of love, um, that's a, that's a big goal and it could happen a thousand different ways. So there's no, there's no point focusing on the how, just know that you will get there one day and keep working every day, do the work, make it work. And, um, just know that it will happen. And the best till last that I've saved, um, is a quote again, ask the question, how can I help instead of what's in it for me? This is such a great thing to practice. Something actually, until I read that, I'd, I'd forgotten to kind of, you know, keep at the forefront of my mind. There's so many things fighting for forefront placement um, at any one time. So uh, including turkey dinosaurs. <laughs> so it can be hard sometimes, but that is such a big one um, because, you know, I, I think ideally when we talk about and look at ourselves, we think, yeah, you know, I... I operate with that mindset because it's a very admirable mindset, you know, thinking, how can I help? 
being selfless rather than what's in it for me, which is seen as selfish. And no one wants to be seen as selfish. But I think if we're honest with ourselves, most of us do operate, especially in this Western world, um, on the mentality, you know, what's in it for me? You know, a friend asks, do you want to go out for dinner? Well, what's in it for me? You know, do I value this friend? Do I think I'm going to have a good time or would I rather just stay at home? A lot of things are just a tipping scale of, of values. What you value more and what you value less will be uh, kind of what you what you commit to and what you end up doing. Um, but that is, yeah, that is so important to practice. And it may sound basic, but common sense isn't always common practice. There's a, another quote for you. Um, so yeah, maybe bring that and keep that in mind in your future interactions and just once or twice a day, really make an effort to, to say, how can I help rather than what's in it for me? Uh, this is the mentality I've been taking with content over the last few months. What content do fans want to see? What will give the most value on and on? Yeah. I mean, from these months, it's still something I, I obviously do now. Um, and especially with these kind of new reels that I've been experimenting with. I don't know if you've seen them um, on my Instagram where I'm asking you guys to like finish the missing lyric or um, sing along with me, clap along with me. All, all of these things is because I want to get you guys involved as much as possible. I don't want just to be another post on your feed that you kind of scroll, go, oh, that was cool, and then carry on. You know, I want you to be a, a part of it um, and a part of Casey Sana, because that's, you know, that's, that's the goal, really. Also, another great example when it comes to, you know, not thinking what's in it for me, but thinking how can I help and how can I think with others in mind as well, um, would be the Cardboard Spaceships music video. You know, I haven't made a penny from that video, but that wasn't my intention going into it you know i the first time i had the idea i just thought to myself that is crazy and i want to see that come to life you know i had the idea in my head and i wanted to see if it was possible and i wanted to be the the one or the the dream team wanted to be the people to bring that to life and we encountered some setbacks and some some struggles along the way but ultimately we got it done and the excitement that I still feel talking about it now, but especially in the build-up to the release, those few days before were a little bit like Christmas. Not because I was rubbing my hands together thinking, oh, look at all this money we're going to make, but I was rubbing my hands together thinking, I can't wait to hear what people think of this. I can't wait for people to see it and experience those same feelings that I was feeling when we were creating it. You know, those feelings of excitement, joy, escapism, just getting out of your head for a couple minutes while you watch the video. And um, I'm glad that, that that video will forever be there to hopefully do that for, for a lot of people. Um, so again, the I feel like the best things happen and the best things come about when you have that mentality of, you know, what would other people like? Not just Not just doing it for self-gratifying reasons, but doing things with others in mind as well as, you know, balancing that with what you want and, and taking care of the people around you. So that's a, yeah, I learned a lot from this book. And as soon as this episode's done, I'll be getting that off the bookshelf and um, yeah, taking a little reread of it. 
But I think that's a good place actually to wrap up the episode. I'm not just trying to get rid of you because I want to read the book, but I think there's a lot to unpack there. We covered a lot. We covered career milestones. We did a whole book review. Um, we talked about self-portraits. And as always, we got a little shout out to our guy, Tony Robbins in there. Hey, Tony. Um, so if you did enjoy the episode and you don't want to miss another one that is your greatest fear in life next to dying is missing an episode of the Page of My Diary podcast, make sure you subscribe or follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and you don't have to have that fear reigning over you forever. Um, also podcast it up. If you have come to the end of this episode and you think, hmm, I like that please like the video or like the episode. Um, and if you want to have your say, don't be quiet. If you've got a burning question for me or about the podcast, anything we discussed, let me know either a review or if you're watching on YouTube, then please comment below. Um, I love you all. And I think my do not forget for this episode is going to be Every single problem you have in your life is the seed of an opportunity for some greater benefit. Now, that one's not mine. I stole that from Deepak. So thank you very much, Deepak. Uh, I love you all. I will see you in the next episode next Monday for another episode of the Pages of My Diary podcast. Peace.